0: The Let's Roll podcast is brought to you by CarshowNationals.com, Golden Customs New York, Boss Hog Torque Converters, and Hot Rod Innovations. Hey, hello, this is Mike Lanier from CarshowNationals.com, Let's Roll, and we got some special guests on here. Uh, Jeff Fisted is my new co-host. i got Mike Cotton and Dave Newburn. All from Faster with Finnegan. Well, not Jeff. He's my co host, though. Uh,
1: and well, let's all, talk to the guys and get to know them. Yeah. Wait, first of all, uh, what? Uh, huh? Jeff.
0: And yeah, yeah, yeah Jeff. we
1: got like Cotton and Newburn from Faster with Finnegan. It's the, the new hit show on the Motor Tread app that uh, has been breaking all records and breaking all parts. Uh, before we get into the show, I've been seeing all over the social media. I, you got to think for ramp trucks and breaking them. What's going on? Uh, dude, I, uh-huh. so Finnegan sent me a link to a, a new truck that I didn't even know he was looking for. He was like, hey, call this guy and uh, you know, see if it's still available. So I called him, and it was, and we set up to go fly up to Iowa and pick this thing up and uh, drive it home. But uh, it so, Now, why? On. Because first, you, first of all, you had the, uh, uh, the roadkill ramp truck. And then the Square Force One that we got to, uh, that I played played with you guys on the power tour last year, and why the new one? Oh I dude, don't know. Know. he's got a huge idea. He's got a one. we're not gonna Wait. talk about it. But like the white ramp truck, the reason why he's on the road, because they took it to the body shop. So yeah, the
0: yeah, Square Force ramp,
1: right? Huh? Well, OG, that, that, that one's the square force one, the, the white one, white and red one. Square force one sitting in the shop, but the OG Ram truck, the one that had roadkill on the side. Yeah, yeah, okay. They took it to the body shop. and then Dave, that was Dave Bailey, and they took it to the body shop, and that's getting fixed now. And, and that's the one OG you guys put to the, the Dodge, the diesel, and that'll do burnouts forever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dave okay. Yeah. I missed that truck badly. <laughs> so <laughs> what's the what's the prognosis on that thing? Uh, it'll probably be another. I'd say three months, and then I'll hopefully be out of the money shop. So, Oh, wow. Yeah, gonna be, it's going to be done. Yeah. I, uh, where in, I hope yeah. so. You where would you have to go, go in, in Iowa? Are? I
0: actually lived down in Iowa for about 12 years. Where would you have to go?
1: Uh, Gilman.
0: I'm not sure where that is. You're probably where close. I'm in Minnesota. Oh, I, was, I, I, was I was in at.
1: Iowa. Oh, okay. for, those, for those who are watching who don't know what this thing is, Tell them about this this new ramp truck that you guys just got. Uh, it's a nineteen ninety eight F eight hundred, and it's got six doors. It's like an old square body style F one hundred and fifty, but it's it's commercial looking. It's huge. It's got semi truck wheels and tires on it. Uh, it rides like hell, but it's got a <laughs> Cummins in it. Yeah, and it's, it's, yeah, it's yeah, the it's six nice. passenger. Is that a custom thing?
0: But they didn't make them like that
1: from the factory. Oh uh, yeah, it's totally custom, and the the bench seats are so wide in it you could fit twelve people in it. Oh wow, that's amazing! Because I saw online it depends on the twelve. It depends on the twelve because we had this discussion, and Mike was like, "We have four skinny guys," and I'm like, "Wait, that kicks us out because we ain't skinny." That's true. So where we're, moving. and then it would be like norm. I would say it would be like three and a half on each bench would fit. But you can literally lay down like we all have beds now. We got yeah. each out of bed with us in so now if they're like you Cod, then it only fix six. But if it's like uh Finnegan it'll, it'll fit twelve easily. Right is that accurate? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, up in this don't start nothing No, don't. Too early well, so I was saw I talked to you the other morning uh, on the phone, and then all of a sudden I saw on social media that you're there with these guys helping them with this head gas, 'cause like, like what well, so here's what happened. Them two are sneaky, they're twenty four hours sneaky, right? So the very that that what is it, the Square Force. Before yeah. they went to pick up force, they give me this whole spill, like, Cotton, you're going to love what we're getting. It's going to be this. It's a surprise. So I said, okay, whatever. Well, they kind of pulled the same thing. Mike last week calls me, and he's like, hey, are you going to be home Valentine's Day? And I'm like, what? Like, sir, you know, like, why, why is Mike asking me this? So I was like, I don't need no mail-order bride or anything. Like, what are you trying to pull? And then he's like, well, there's, a, there's something coming for you. And I it's said, okay, good. got it. So I'm sitting there. And then Valentine's Day comes. And I want to get out of my shop. I don't want to keep staying in there. And I call him, like, at 7 o'clock, and he's like, oh, dude, it's, let me check. This, this goes into the story here in a minute. So then yeah, all this I, is recorded. All, I've got all this recorded on my phone, by the way. <laughs> he know that. So then I'm sitting there, and I hang up the phone. Well, he hangs up on me, and then he calls me back and says it's being delayed. So I'm having this conversation with him, but he's laughing, so he hangs up on me. So immediately I call Dave. Well, Dave has this conversation with me, and he hangs up on me. And I'm like. Man, I ain't digging this. So the next morning, Mike, well, Mike tells me to be there at 8 o'clock in the morning. That's ridiculous on a Saturday. So I show up on a Saturday, sitting there at 8 o'clock in the morning, and there's nothing. Then he goes, hey, I just want to let you know your gift's delayed. I'm like, okay, how much longer? And he goes, well, um, your gift is us. And I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, we were going to come see you, which was awesome, but then the next thing that comes out of his mouth is, but. And I'm like, but what? We're broke down. So the engine oh. broke down like three hours away, and I'm like, "What's happening?" And now we're all three scrambling, trying to find parts, and trying to find head gaskets and everything like that. We got the head gasket, and then I drove up three hours and I saw my best friend, and they tried to surprise me with a truck again, and it didn't work because every time they try to surprise me, it goes bad, bad. <laughs> but going bad, it goes. But going bad is it means it's going good. And what did you drive up in the HHR? Dude, don't be hating on it. That is the most no, I love the HHR. You have an FSM garage. Like, people always on that. Dave don't have nothing dependable. His stuff is either clackety, rockety, binging and banging. 32 but. miles per gallon. That's You had me at 32 miles per gallon. Oh, yeah. yeah. And what does the ramp truck get? Huh? Eight. What kind of miles does the ramp truck get? I
0: was going to say eight. Eight? <laughs> eight
1: miles per gallon versus 32. I <laughs> think it's good. It was, good. Okay. it was neat to go, it's big. It's freaking big. Like, people don't understand it's big. And then Finnegan has, I don't know, he might have that roadkill curse, right, that everybody talks about, but he's the only person in my lifetime that breaks down in the most convenient, luckiest, TV-looking, scripted places ever. Ever. <laughs> it's not like if Dave and I would break we would be stuck in the middle of a cornfield. We wouldn't understand how we got in the cornfield, but we'd be stuck in the middle of the cornfield. All right, so look. Bike break. Go, tell him. All right, them. so we break down in a fireworks parking lot, a fireworks store parking lot, <laughs> and we're on the phone with AAA. He tries to call AAA to come get this thing, and they they, you know, they basically laugh at him. And uh, so we sit there for two hours waiting for a tow truck, and it's eight degrees outside, okay? Oh! oh. We're basically freezing to death in the front of this truck, Finally, this other tow truck comes. He can't haul it, but he gives us a ride to a hotel. So the next morning, uh, Robert's Towing comes and picks us up. He was like, you guys can – I don't have time to work on it, but you're welcome to use my shop. I'll just take you back to my house. We'll put it in there, and you guys can work on it. You know, so that's and the nice shop guy, you guys have to use. Right. What a nice – what a nice guy. He didn't tell us he was the owner, and he didn't tell us that we were going to this twenty, you know, 20,000-square-foot shop that only works on big rigs. We assumed it was going to be this little barn next to his house, dirt floor, no heat. We didn't care as long as we were inside. We were going to fix it anyway. But we show up at this place. I'm like, whoa. I was like, do you own this place? He's like, yeah, I got two of them. I'm like, what? So, yeah. So he pulls us in this bay. This is the cleanest shop I've ever been in. This guy, we, we walk in. This guy's on a machine polishing the floor. And there's oh. every tool you could think of in this place. I mean, it's... Except, except we, for cotton. Exactly, learning. except for God. But he shows oh, up later, so, so the, the tool set's <laughs> complete. <So. laughs> I don't, yeah.
0: What are you going <laughs> to do, do with these trucks? Just uh, pick up people like me in just different states, or what? Just going to drive around? Um,
1: so the new one we just <laughs> bought, we're going to uh, take the bed off and sell it. We're going to extend the chassis, and we're going to build an enclosed uh, box for it. And that's going to be like okay. a, a bigger, better version of Square Force One. Okay. Okay. Um, I know when you you guys took Square Force One to Pomona, and it didn't do so well, right? Oh, it did. Um,
0: fine. It did okay. It was
1: fine. We we clogged the fuel filter out there in Gallup, New Mexico, somewhere. I don't know where where we were at, but we clogged the fuel filter. And then, other than that, the thing was fine. Uh, it got you know five miles to the gallon, but that was well, a that, very that, expensive that, fuel bill. I uh, go so We we. It likes that thing for some reason likes eighty mile an hour, like it's the weirdest thing. It's like a big Suburban, so you're running down the road and it likes eighty. You go sixty-five, it's like you're driving with Daisy in it. But if you go eighty, it loves it. So that's how. That's why we get five miles per gallon. What we did. The cool yeah, part so is you're coming in, it and we're going up a hill, and you can literally watch the gas gauge move. Oh, that's nuts. He's not kidding. You can literally watch the gas gauge move when you're climbing a hill. It's it's bad. That's I have done well, c- congratulations on the on the new show. And uh, tell how does it, how did it come to uh, fruition? Explain. I know you guys have been you guys have been friends with Finn for, for years and years. Been doing the YouTube thing with them. Uh, was there a big audition process, a big casting couch? Uh, what happened? Tell us about <laughs> it. Casting couch? You're talking I, I don't know these things. <laughs> it, it, was, um, it was literally nothing. It was we got phone calls and said you guys are coming. Like, it, well, am I right, Dave? I mean, it was about it. Cotton, was no... say, so Cotton and I got thrown in there kind of at the last minute, and they came to Finnegan with this this idea for a new show. Uh, he told me about it, and they were looking for a co-host. And they went through a handful of co-hosts. Ah. They auditioned them. They <laughs> threw them out there and, you know, tried them out. And at the end of the day, when, the, when it was time to film the first week, he didn't have a co-host. And so Cotton and I were there. They are like, he was like, you know, just go ahead and, they can help me wrench on it, and we can just go ahead and get this first show done. And so it started there, and then after that, they just, for some reason, kept us and uh, finished out the whole season. I don't know That's why. Very nice. Our, our things are mechanics. We're not hosts. We're mechanics. Is what they call us. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're friends. It, it comes across on the on the right. episode. you guys are friends, and it's uh and uh, Newburn, you the last episode at the uh, uh, the dirt track, you fought, you came alive. It was my favorite oh, episode so far, and you finally – its like I think you said more in that episode than the, the previous, than all the previous ones combined. Well, I was very unexpected, you know, to show up there. Ask Carlos there. We're at a dirt track. I was like, oh, my God, this is going to be awesome, you know. Who are you going to be racing? And then we figure out it's going to be one of us. And I'm like, no way, you know. So the suit that they had – because this is all, you know, a surprise. They had this damn suit. It was a medium, okay, and you know, I'm not a medium guy. Uh, so, so I have to sit in the suit. I can't even bend my arms or nothing. I can't I can barely get in the car. The suit is so tight. So when I'm in Nascarlo it's hard for me to shift gears and like turn and everything because the suit is way too small. But I didn't care. Like I I let it rip and that was the time of my life. Like I didn't want to get out of that the car.
0: That, That's well,
1: when it they
0: sent here. you to Walmart. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, it's funny because like, when we got there, usually, usually we have a host, right? And they hide the host, yeah. so you don't see them. So we're sitting there waiting, and we're sitting in this thing across the way, and we don't really know what car is underneath that car, and we don't know anything. Like, you just see four vehicles over there, and they try to disguise it by putting boxes so you don't have a clue. And we walk over there, and it's funny because we don't – we're, like, dumb. So, like, we read the instructions three times, literally, like, and I kind of stood there. I was like, rock, paper, scissors? The director had to basically tell us how to do it. And then so we're, like, kind of sitting there. And also we're like, wait a second, rock, paper, scissors. And and our showrunners like, yeah, guys, rock, paper, scissors. For what? For two runs. So when you see it, like, we're both looking at each other like, bet. And every time we do stuff, people kind of think we're, like, scripted. No, like, we literally went rock, paper, scissors, and he won. But well, we made a bet. Whoever won drove. Whoever lost rode. Okay, so they don't want us getting in suits. Well, I'm a little bit bigger than Dave. Dave's a little bit more slender than me. Okay, I get it. So I had to wear. His I don't suit, know. And they had a suit, and then he got in the medium suit, and I was in his suit. So if it was hard for us basically to move in general you know, but we got like, there's a time, like if you watch the video, you can see our heads were the only thing that was moving. We wouldn't move our body. We would just like, this was ridiculous, dude. You good? We're like, we're trying to fist bump and we're about ripping sleeves and stuff with like Hulk Hogan and stuff. But you know, we, it was fun. It was, I don't, I don't do that kind of racing. Right. I don't, I don't, I'm very much out of my element and Dave and Mike are very competitive. Like they, it's stupid. All right, hey, <laughs> like, and, hey, tell everybody right now that within that five laps, I had a faster time, and he had to run like eight laps he had, to beat it. He did have a faster lap because I got out and said they said the time. I was like, no, because I went by it and saw it, and I said, no, he ran faster. Like, nope. I'm like, whatever. You know, it was, it was fun. Like, like the bad part is, is you're supposed to, if you're a badass, you run like 14. <laughs> we didn't, right? Like, so we sucked. But like, it was me. To see, like, Dave would get in his groove until he would try to get a little cocky and then get out of the groove and then freak me out. Because that wall, I don't care what anyone says, when you're drifting, that wall looks like it's coming a million mile at me. And I have no oh, yeah. concept of that wall hitting me. So I'm going to be like, uh, slow down. Don't do this. And when the hood came up, there was a slot. What you don't see is the hood flies up and I freak out. I'm like, stop. And he wouldn't stop. <laughs> then I'll i, I, I actually drive through the slot. I laughed out loud. If I was drinking something at that point, it would have come through my nose. I saw the hood come up and laughed out loud. And I don't usually let la- it was. That's good stuff, man. Stop. And I'm like in their scream like stop. Like are you crazy? He's like no, no. And he's like leaned over, driving like this, and all of a sudden I go, and we're both like looking through this little peephole as he's driving. I'm like this is crazy, dude. And he's like, oh, I'm okay. I'm like, no, you're gonna kill me. Why are you gonna kill me? That's so all right. we're, we're, What's up with the curse of Nascarlo? You guys put it in, it, it, it's always going into the wall or into a tire or something. Hey, 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 hold on. Don't blame that on us. I'm not bl- I'm blaming it on Nascarlo, not on you. It's the that. car. No, it's not the car. It's the roadkill curse. Fryberger did roadkill, and he did that. And who else would roadkill? Flanagan. So Flanagan and him put it in the wall. Dave and I didn't, didn't we? No. I, 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 I stayed away from the wall. That front end looks good now. Just, yeah, I people hate to... on it. Like, there's a lot of hate on it, but I mean, they're like, "No, oh, the old front end better." I was like, "It didn't have a front end before. Like, it was missing no. the front end. It had one headlight." What do you mean you like yeah. the old front end? Like, it wasn't there. Like, I don't. Know, whatever. But there's a few haters, but I mean, whatever. So, speaking of which, tell me about the haters. How? What have you guys been seeing on the social, the social media stuff? The, the haters, because uh, you know, uh, haters hate. Uh, one thing that I admired, I saw that Cletus McFarland with the Freedom Factory thing, and he even gave a shout out to all the haters. So have you guys you been know, experiencing any of that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know he really about haters. He don't, he won't, I will. Like haters um really make the world go around. That's the thing about it is haters will make the world go around. So you're more relevant in a hater's view than that because they want to make you look worse and worse and worse. Like when we did the Blazer episode, again, it's genuine. Like, people have to understand that my reactions, Dave's reactions, and Mike's reactions are genuine. We're A, we're three best friends. But when we got in the Blazer episode, yeah, I was screaming. Like, I lost my voice from laughing and screaming for two and a half hours. Now, Dave will tell you that is the most sketchiest vehicle on the planet. Am I right, Dave? <laughs> Dave. Yeah, the, the I gotta a turn Blazer is amazing. I've got to turn my hotspot on because my internet sucks. Hold on. But... um. The blazer's really sketchy, so when you when we do these episodes, we kind of go into it cold, right? So the vehicle shows up. Uh, Mike's only driving, and he drives it, like, maybe two minutes before each thing, you know, like, kind of doing it. And when we went there, Dave's throwing stuff, like, it can tip over. You might want to just ride the course out, right? And Mike's like, yeah, because he has no fear. And then uh, he's going to come back here in a minute. And then
0: yeah.
1: we're sitting there, and I'm and i I'm told i got to ride with him. Again, Mike has no fear. So we get in, and I'm, like, trying to be the, the smart guy, like, dude, let's just run around the course and let's literally see it, and he doesn't. So he goes at it, you know, and people are like, why are you screaming? You get in a 4x4 truck that is sketchy as can be and let Mike Finnegan drive it. Like, you you like, oh, it's great, until he starts going crazy and it feels like it's going to flip, you're going to scream, right? And it was just, you get people that are across the Internet that – for everybody, we have so many people that love us, and we appreciate them more than anything in the world. Like, Dave and I talk about that. Like, it's hard for us to believe that we're in the situation that we are. Like, I don't – I can't believe that people actually want autographs for me. Right? I, I just don't get it. But it is weird. Very hate, weird. Yeah, you get the people that hate us, and they're like, well, you guys are scripted, or you got this, and I'm like, you don't. You really don't know the show if you're, if you're watching it. But in right. reality, even though How you're mad at me, I it's like you're watching us, you know, because you're you're still you're still doing us a gig. So keep hating. I love it. Like, do what you got to do. <laughs> so no, yeah, there's very few, few haters. There's very few haters. You guys have been known from from Finnegan's Garage, the YouTube channel, for a few years now. But how has it gone from being known a little bit to exponentially? I mean, this is Motor Trend On Demand. It's the full-on. I mean, you guys are going to be on the TV, the TV channel here pretty soon. It, you know what? It, it doesn't. So it hasn't hit us yet. You know what I mean? Like, I'm with Dave, right? Like, people don't get, take your two best friends and go work on a car together. It doesn't matter where you're at. That's just the feeling, right? I mean, you're having a great time. So when we're all together, we're still going to be who we are. It, it doesn't, like, there's times that Dave and I don't realize what's going on when somebody's staring at us, right? Like, do I get a booger in my nose? What do we have going on? We don't have a clue. Yeah, people will literally, like, walk up and, like, they'll hold their phone up, like, and not even like look at us. They'll be standing to the side of us, like taking a picture. I'm like, this is weird. Like what are they doing? Like, why don't they just come talk to us? Like this is it's just like me and him will be at the track yeah. and like we'll be like, we're actually getting paid to like hang out at this track and race cars. I was like, this is just you know, it's it's unreal to us. You know, this is it's very weird. So very blessed. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. pretty awesome. I remember hanging out with you guys working at SEMA, and all of a sudden I looked over the camera operator and there's there you guys are. Your arms crossed, give me the pose, and uh, yes, it, your regular guys hanging out, and you kind of you can kind of blend in for now. Uh, but then all of a sudden you get noticed. It's like, hey, can we get a selfie? Yeah, I'm, I'm down. I don't like. I'll, I'll talk to everybody. I don't care. It doesn't bother me. We talked about it all so the they, time. Like, go ahead. Go
0: yeah, on, so the so your next show or your last show of the season is tomorrow, which is Wednesday. Um, so they're going to do reruns on motor trend then of the show or, or not? Man, I don't
1: know. You, I don't know anything into life, you just don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So, what, yeah of you guys start they taping don't have an app. Huh? When do you start taping for season two? Um, that probably will they probably tell us three days beforehand. Yeah, they'll probably like, like, yeah, he's right. Like I got a funny feeling that it's going to be okay. We're ready. Let's go. And then, when we filmed, it was hard because, like, in a month, we filmed for three weeks in a month. That's why we could pound them shows out. But, you are you know, they're home. I'm not. So I'm only home seven to nine days out of a month when we're doing it. But it's really – it's whoever thinks that this is the easiest job is far from the reality. It's not even close. It, it's, it's 12, 13-hour hard days. Like, always – if we're building, you're not – people don't realize – Film building's different. So it's like you're building and you're getting your hours in, but then you got to stop doing. So visualize you in your garage and you're working hard on a thing and some guy just walks up and goes, stop. Can you redo that? And you're like, great. So you got to take it all back apart and redo it again until they're happy with what they see. Um, we were, I mean, I'm beyond our crew, we're blessed. Like we had a great director, great producers, great showrunner, great camera. I can't, there's not one person on our crew that I would ever talk bad about because they were awesome. So they made it yeah. easier on us, and they realized that it was easier to just leave cameras on us and let us do us, and then they could get it. Otherwise, the normal platform when they're filming is cameras are posted one way, and then they're taking pictures of it and they're doing it, and they stop you. Know, like they just got to the point everybody had their own camera. You'll they notice on the going. first episode where they would try and like do like little segments here and there, but like we, we would do so much stuff in between that they would miss that, that like literally, but like uh, by episode six, the cameras are going all the time and they're just catching everything we're, you know, that we're doing. And, you know, they, you know, they're, there's now, it went from two cameras to three cameras and they're just going, you know, all the time trying to catch because we're constantly like joking around and like, you know, picking at each other and doing dumb stuff. Well, that's, and, that's what and I was saying it earlier. All, so. It translates that you guys are, it translates through the screen. I know you, but it translates that you guys are friends. Uh, right. And oh, yeah. people who are telling you that oh you know is there a script on the show they obviously don't work in entertainment. I've worked in TV for a few years and there's you can tell there's no script. And my favorite parts are when you guys are someone's talking about whatever it is you're doing on the vehicle and one uh, the other person walks by and wait what did you just say with some sort of <laughs> the, the reactions. Um, it really how <laughs> you know, Yeah, you guys are close friends. My ha- my face has no filter. Like, the faces you see are exactly what it's always been. Am I right, Dave? Like, you know me. Oh, right. yeah. Like, I don't need to look like that, but, like, you know, like, that inner feeling that you have that you should not look like that? I lost that when I was a kid. <laughs> so it just comes out like it's supposed to. <laughs> it was, people think. To. people to think money. Cotton was, uh, like, kind of, like, putting on and, like, faking the whole blazer thing, but... Y'all yeah, don't understand what it took for me to get caught in that blazer. Like that was my whole point. I was like, I'm gonna get caught in that blazer and I'm gonna make him get filthy and it's gonna be great. Like he didn't even want to get out of the, the car to get in the mud to get in the blazer. So, but what him in there? Like, oh, was, hate, he didn't want to get out. It was great. That was my favorite oh, episode. You finally came out of your cell, David. Uh, that was it was a great episode. Would't it tell oh, me about you. I I've seen I saw it at SEMA years ago. And I've seen it on the Internet for years and years. 711 cubic inch Sonny Leonard engine. I want a water ski behind this thing. When is it going to live? Game over, the boat. When is it going to live? The end of this week. Yeah. Yeah. No, come on. Seriously? Yeah, like we were, we were wiring that boat before we got on the plane to go into Iowa. And it's very close. And it's, I mean, it's another, another six hours of wiring. And we're ready to hit the keel on that thing. Oh, that's awesome. We got to see the video. We got to see Yes, oh, yeah, please. <laughs> yeah. It be, yeah. And, and let me know when he brings it out to Lake Elsinore because uh, I'll take a water ski pass behind it. Uh, yeah. I'll, <laughs> no, you trust me. I'll be there. I'll be there on the bank. I'll film it from the bank. I'm not riding in it. <laughs> okay. I'll, okay I'll, be in the truck, I'll be in the truck ready to back the truck in to get it because it'll be broke. There you go. Oh, oh come man. on. Oh, no, no. Don't put yeah, that yeah. glass of me on. Don't put that glass of me out there. Oh. <laughs> I'm just saying, you did wire it, Dave. So I'm just saying. So, uh, I, David. A couple of would <laughs> That be me. <laughs> so,
0: Mike, you have a you have. A, you, ahead, what's Mike. that? I was gonna okay. say you have a you have your own shop. You have your own shop. Is that what you were saying yeah, before?
1: I I build a. I got a shop called Midwest Images that's been open for 22 years. Uh, okay. I build full blown custom vehicles that. It's been a blessing that I've been able to do it. Like everything works, in my opinion, in your past for a reason. And I hate doing insurance work. Um, I'm 49 years old now. I started doing, like, I started basically working at a buddy of mine's shop when it came to it. And, you know, you work for $5 an hour, right? But I knew that I liked doing cars. So I, for me to learn, everything was self taught and. After a while, people are just starting to bring in their vehicles, and I just kept doing them and doing them, and doing that. When I opened up my own shop, I had work immediately, and I still have a ton of work in there now. So I, my goal is within the next two years, I want to get down to Georgia because I like they're my best friends. So I, I like that. I'm, the older I've gotten, I want to be around friends more than I want to be around money. Tell them the truck. Tell them the green and black truck you're known for. It's the first truck oh. with. It's it's very – here's what's the okay, I got an 80 C10 that I built 15 years ago, and that's the reason why Mike and I are good friends. I built this truck 15 years ago, and um, it's a box-style C10. Now, back then, they weren't even – like, people didn't care. You could get them for 1000 bucks, 500 bucks, right. And I put 22s and 24s on it with an LS. Now, when I did that, like, I remember calling intro and saying I want 24s because we were debuting at SEMA, and they're like, what are you talking about? Like, why? And I said, I want 24 by 12. Can you do – and he's like – yeah, but why, right? Because the biggest wheel that time was 22s of SEMA. So I come yeah. around with 24s and 22s, and then I had an LS in it, which I made all the mounts for it and everything that way, and people were just like, what is this about? And it was yeah. weird because back then nobody did it. Now it's the norm. Now the norm is 22s, 24s, LSs, in any kind of C10, right? So right. I built it back then, and Mike and I became friends over that truck because he gave me the cover of sport truck because he was running a sport truck. So I still okay. had the truck. And uh, now it has a root-blown blower in it that I drove – I tried to I, – I was driving it to SEMA. It's been at SEMA four times. So I tried to drive it to SEMA, and I got all the way out to, like, Oklahoma City and took a corner too tight. And what I learned is there's split bearings on, on four nine inches, and they have a single bearing with an O-ring. Well, mine, actually, the wheels, such has got an offset, and these people don't realize when you carry that much of a, a load on the back, your wheel is actually moving, like, this, right, like this, like this, instead of flat, so I went around a corner, and it pulled it, and a lot of lowriders back then would actually pull the axle out, right, you would spit an axle, that's what you hear, spit an axle, it would actually pull that axle out, well, we pulled it apart at this gas station, and it didn't, I couldn't figure it out, we actually hauled it to SEMA, I drove it into SEMA, drove it out of SEMA, then I had it taken to California, and then it flew home, and then it came back, and I found out that the housing end actually cracked. It It was the first time I've ever seen something split like that, but we fixed it. But it's been sitting. And Dave and Mike are very adamant because I love, like, I want to buy this. I want to build this. I want to do that. I want to do this. And they kind of were getting on me. They're like, you need to get this truck back out. And I'm like, whatever. But a lot of people know the truck. So I said, fine. So I I got it back in the shop, and uh, I'm working on that between work. I want to get it back on the road because Mike's got a new place down there, a a shop that we're going to start doing cruises. So I kind of like to take it to it. But at the same time, I'm building my van, trying to get it ready for power tour. And then, you know, there's times that we got to get, we got to figure out when we're going to get Dave's car into my shop so I can paint it. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's going to be happening this year, but my shop's been, I'm just ready to kind of, you know, retirement to me isn't about money as much. Like if everything's paid, then why aren't I happy? Right. Like. But if I live frugal, I'm the kind of guy that wants to live in a van. Like I do. I don't care if I make a million dollars. I want to live in something small on some property, right? Like, the you know, HHR like, King of St. Louis. Dude, don't hate <laughs> on that thing. I love the HHR. Tell the people about, about, about your van. Around. You mentioned your uh, van. Tell them, tell them about your van. Okay, it's a 6740 line van. People call it Scooby-Doo, but Scooby-Doo's was just show you, right? Um... But I've already body dropped it like six inches, and then it's got like a fifteen twelve on the back now. We're gonna clip the front end, and then what do you mean the uh, fifteen twelves are these? They were the ones that were on blasphemy, as a matter of fact. When when Mike had the back wheels built, he called Curtis Mike Curtis over at Curtis Speed and actually duplicated the club brands in a billet because the other ones were like square. Like people don't realize how bad them they would shake you. So Curtis made him a pair, and then he got another pair. So he had two pair, and then he was the street tires were on this one, and he didn't like it no more hanging out. Well, the UPS guy destroyed the first pair. Yeah. Oh. No.
0: Yeah,
1: jeez. Bad. Like, I mean, like run over him with a truck or something, and we had to yeah. actually get those straightened out. It was bad. Oh no. So, so then I ended up. We were sitting there, and Mike has a lot of stuff, and Dave and I were sitting there one day, and. He's like, get this out and get that out and do this and do that. And we kind of were like, okay. And he's like, Cotton, take that home. Take this home. And he goes, I'm going to sell these. I'm like, no, I'm buying them. So I put them on the van, and then I'm going to clip the front with an S10 clip. And a, G- a Gandron Chevrolet is helping me with an brand new LSX 376 that's going to go in it. And nice. I'm going to put that in. And uh, Magnuson's helping with one of them 2650s. So our goal is we're going to get the whole van running. Uh, we want to do this all before power tour. So I'm going to get it all running and driving, and I'm going to drive it down to Mike and Dave, and then we're going to spend whatever it takes, and we're going to put the Magnuson on there, and we'll be filming it the whole time so everybody will be able to see it. And we're hoping, you know, 700 horse. Yeah, there's that tire tucking. Um, nice. We're hoping, like, we're hoping like 700 horse to, you know, on this van, and then we're going to take it on power tour, but if we take it on Drag Week, Dave and I are going to do two-day passes. So what we're going to do is, no matter what he's driving, what I'm driving, I want to take the van on Drag Week. And he's going to drive the. Dra- I'm going to drive my van first, and then he's going to get in the van. And we're going to have a competition between both of us so you can make the van go the fastest on Drag Week.
0: Which we, we, all were,
1: mean, we all know what's so going to happen there. You guys are competing in Drag yeah, Week. So is it still going to be out Finn out. and Tony and Blasphemy and then uh, Cotton no, and Newbert in no, no, the no. van? No, no, he's. No, we, we're all we, like, we 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 got it, We got something cooking for Drag Week. We can't announce it right yet, but uh, if it works out, just yeah, between us, nobody else is listening. Just between yeah. us, buddy. <laughs> no, no, buddy. We can't. Sure. I mean, because we've thinking about it, it's it's going to be pretty insane. Like it's really going to be insane. Um, and and I hope it works out because this is going to be something that's really going to mess with a lot of people. Like it's it's going to be really cool. Well, uh, so you're bringing so the band on Drag Week, not just a show. Yeah, the band's right. going to run on Drag Week, correct? Yeah, My, our goal this year is we want to go, I want to get it running and driving all patina for Power Tour, right? Do Power yep. Tour with it. Me and Dave are going to do Power Tour together. So if you see us there, definitely find us there, you know, we're going to do Power Tour. And then drag week, I want to do a drag week. We're going to put a cage in it. You know, we're going to try to make it, see what it does and runs. And then I probably if I have time, if we're not filming at that point, well, Dave said I can take it down to his house. But I'd like to paint it before drag week. And then after drag week bring it back and then do the interior. I want to put a stove in it, sink in it, fridge in it, bed in it. Yeah. And I want I want I want it to you know, I would love to have an eleven second camper van. So we want to get it all done. And I want to build a wing. You know the hot rod, like the hot wheels have that wing on the very back of the yeah. screen. I wanna build one of those I want, I want to solar pans, right? So I want like eight hundred watts of solar in this thing. I want it stupid. Like I want it to be something I could just drive and then we're gonna jump back in it and take it to SEMA and then go to SEMA and then afterwards camp in it. Like, I think it would just be a killer deal that I – that's my bucket list. That's my bucket list for the year as far as what I want to do with this man. And did I hear something about you putting the the Magnuson supercharger in on the Hot Rod Power Tour? Is that accurate? or Our very, our very first plan was Dave and I – because Dave was one of the only people, and I'll be honest, in my lifetime that I can actually work side-by-side with without killing like, it's the weirdest <laughs> feeling because, you know what I mean? You, you got yeah. people that come and help you. You just want to stare at them and, like, get your fingers off my stuff, right? Dave is the only dude. Like, he's, he's in a, like a super elite group that I can sit there and say, let's do this. And we respect each other so much that if I say, what do you think about this? He, he looks at it. He's not that guy that goes, no. I'm the guy that says, no. He's the guy that says, no, we can do it, right? And then we work it out and we said, we're going to go on power tour with it. So let's just, because it's coming from St. Louis, and I live by St. Louis, why don't we just put the Magnuson on there, right? So we're like, bet. But we didn't know we were getting the 2650 hot rod kit. And that's that universal kit. So I called and told them what we were going to do, and they're like, you're going to need more than one day. And everybody I've talked to says you're going to need more than one day. Okay. So we came up a plan that I'm just going to get it running and driving and then drive it down to Atlanta. And we're gonna we're, we're going to have to video. dyno it and everything else, and it was just gonna be very difficult to do, you know, at right. Power Tour. So it would have been super cool to have to do that on the Power Tour. That would have been really cool. Yeah, uh, we're going. We may still dyno it. I, I think they have a mobile dyno uh, on the yeah. Power Tour. Yeah, so they usually should, do. We'll do that, you know, do some burnouts and you know, looking at like fools. Right, my right, right. <laughs> 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 What car? My car?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I know Jeff's been there a few times, the power tour.
1: He's <laughs>
0: the most wonderful time of the year.
1: <laughs> yeah. I love that place. Fun. Yeah. You know where it kicks off at, right? Or yeah, nice. uh, uh, Summit, Motor, so, Summit, Norwalk, Ohio. So, what's okay. for breakfast, lunch, and dinner that day? Star ice cream! It's my favorite, <laughs> and it all goes uh, to charity. It's a pound of ice cream for It's as much. It's a, a cone of ice cream as big as Cotton's head for a dollar. And it comes in a cup, right? It's a pound of ice cream for a dollar. So when we wow. got there, we got there early. Immediately, We immediately were like, "We need ice cream." So we just ate ice cream the whole day. It's healthy. That's it's
0: got oh, yeah. it really is. I'd I'd do that. I'd do
1: that. <laughs> Noah walk, hi. And if you haven't been to the Summit the Racetrack over there, it is. It's a beautiful facility, family-owned, yeah. um, just gorgeous, and they're super nice people. Yeah.
0: What did you Never guys spot. think of the – did you guys watch see the crash yesterday in NASCAR? I
1: yeah. It, uh, that was bad. Video. That was bad.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't was okay.
1: looking
0: good. Yeah. You said it was cool, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that was terrible. And then uh, – A friend of mine or someone that i met, Kai Mickelson, he was trying to set a world record on Sunday in Wisconsin, and Joe Coddington, who happened to be there, is going to hopefully be on one of our podcasts coming up, but they're trying to set a world record on skis. looks like a dragster with basically skis on it. They're trying to hit 249 miles an hour is the world record, and they're trying to hit it. And I think about 242, uh, they spun it. Rolled it, flipped it. Oh God out, came out alive. He's fine. He walked out and said, "Well, it looks like I'm not doing another run, but uh, I think they'll be back. It's rocket powered. It's a rocket powered engine. Um, trying to hit 249. They'll probably do it next year, hopefully.
1: But so I, if you, if you probably, look at that wreck, if you look at that wreck from the NASCAR race yesterday, if you look at it in slow motion. Yeah. The car is so flimsy. Like, when they after the car, it goes up on its side, another car hits it right in the, the A-pillar where right. he's yeah. sitting. And the car is so flimsy-looking. It looks like the cage is just destroyed. I mean, I, I don't know wow. how he lived, but it's that's crazy. That's the reason why they have such high standards on cages, though. Like, I mean, there's a reason why every bar is placed a certain way. You know, in, 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 in the industry itself, when everybody says they can build a cage, yeah, a monkey could build a cage. But you got to make sure that you're right, and that's the best thing, is that's what saved him, was that cage. 100%,
0: yeah. Sure. Yeah.
1: Oh.
0: yeah. Probably one of the worst crashes they've seen in NASCAR when the Ascars. The crazy. car that hit him hit him like 100.
1: at 190 or something like that, didn't it? It was, yeah. it was rolling. Crazy. crazy. And look it was similar to the to the Earnhardt crash years ago, where he went back and then straight, you know, right into the wall, but then he went across the finish line on his roof. Yeah. Yeah, That was a little bit different. That was no Hans device, loose seat belts, stuff like that. The Hans devices weren't required back then. That's right. And he had an Intimidator always wore an open-face helmet. Yeah. And he had the loose seat belt, too. And they
0: restructured the walls, too, right? Yeah. Remember, they changed the walls now. Uh,
1: A lot more padded. I've seen seen a lot of people. What are your guys' opinion on this? I didn't watch it live. I watched the videos afterwards. I've seen a lot of comments about how, um, you know, somebody nudged him. It's like, well, he kind of – Newman came down and was blocking. So it's, you know, uh, it's 190 miles an hour. Like, I mean, how do you – if you're riding 190 mile an hour in a four-pack, five-pack, it's – you don't even say that's drift. That's all the air taken behind you. You're going like this. It's going to look like a nudge. It's 190 mile an hour, people. It's, mile an hour just yeah, yeah. kinda look at the highway, oh okay, hundred and ninety, you don't get to think that way. At all, yeah. Right. The only thing I didn't agree with was after the race, when he's still trapped in the car upside down, you know, the winners are there doing donuts and stuff. I if if that were me, I'd I would have flew over there and just, you know, at least checked on him, you know, if right. he was okay. And, uh, you know uh, I I, that's possible. He didn't uh, I his, don't like know his, if he didn't know about it, that's the only excuse. Otherwise, right. get out of the car and be a be a, a gentleman and go yeah. over there and uh, check check in on your yeah. buddy. Okay, right. but hold on. We're also how how long is this this oval? Like, let's be real about this. That's like what a mile, two and a half miles, two and a yeah. half. Okay, up and all the way down there. When he did that stuff down there, he didn't know. I mean, as fast as they're going, and he comes across the line. Yeah, he, he right at the, the finish line. line. Yeah, they were—he he, uh-huh. he ranked right, right there at the finish line. He was literally upside down on top of the finish line. Yep. Yeah. That's Pretty close. Yeah. I, mean, uh, he, I mean, he may not have knew, but yeah, he, I, I my guess is he he does. They were praying all together at the end, so.
0: Yeah. Well, at least he's still here. That's great. Yep. Yeah. But and hopefully, I, he'll I, still I, be I, racing. I had met an IndyCar driver, and uh, he had he. He died a month later in a crash at Andy. Uh, so,
1: mm.
0: work, driver for and – and I wish him luck. So, I don't wish anyone luck anymore, just so you know. That's one of the
1: reasons. Oh, man. Yeah. That's good luck. <laughs> yeah, thanks.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't wish – no, you won't hear it from me. <laughs>
1: so, I remember years uh, ago, I was my first time ever at the Long Beach Grand Prix. I talked my way into Mario Andretti's car, and I I got into it up to my hips, and I, I couldn't squeeze down into the cockpit because I'm too big. It was Dude, pathetic. I love that Grand Prix racing. That Grand Prix racing is pretty
0: dope. You ever seen yeah. it when they go
1: downtown, like when they're in towns and they do it?
0: The Monaco Grand Prix?
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. I lived in Des Moines, and they had um, this thing called the Rouen Grand Prix, right? And I was like, Grand Prix? What's that? And I was working for super shops. So... They shut the whole downtown, and they were doing these, it was rich. You know, when you are coming around corners, I'm like, this is awesome, right? Echoing like that off point, I was like, high-rise buildings. Ah, mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, all amazing. Amazing. it was the coolest thing I've ever seen. So i was like, cool, I want to do this. And I realized I'm not celebs enough. I think I'm actually right. tall at 5'7", in my little car. So. I got to get you out to the Long Beach Grand Prix, because they do that every April out here. They shut down downtown long beach and if you get down there like early in the morning I used to take my corvette around part of the the track they had it closed off it's super cool
0: yeah they were talking <laughs> about doing they're talking about doing something like that here in Minneapolis but that's just at least talk right now but that'd be kind of cool to see that here heck yeah
1: so. I like something I where you're at I like minneapolis minneapolis when yeah. I was up in the Minneapolis has got a, they got a good car culture there like it seems like yeah when I, back that it was like it, to me, it was kind of like a time war because everything down here, down to Louis was one thing, but as soon as I got up to Des Moines, everybody up north was like, it seemed like two or three years behind, like, you know, when you are like your style-wise. <laughs> but, it, sure. but you, know, you know, I mean, that's not bad. That is not a bad deal. Like, but it was yeah. just so cool because it was such a huge, you'd go to a car event out there and it'd be packed. You're like, wow, you know, and
0: people yeah. spend money on
1: cars up there. Not like in yeah. Georgia. Yeah, you got go back. And Lake Hemosy.
0: Yeah, back to the 50s is, you know, 11,000, 12,000 cars. They have that every year. And it's 64 and older, so it's not, you know, not like Des Moines mm-hmm. where they have the good guys show and they have newer cars than 64 there. So it's, oh, that one's, it's dude, a lot. That was, 70, what
1: was it? No, 87, that, right? 84. Yeah. Okay. No, yeah, 87,
0: you're right. Yeah, so if we... If we allowed all those cars into the show, we'd probably have 20,000 cars or more. But they have mm-hmm. to, you know, cut it down at 64.
1: So, uh, now, so good for the good guys, up. I like how the good guys change it because uh, uh, I, I do the the autocross announcing, and now they can bring out, like, a Chris and a Linda Jacobs have a 87 Callaway Corvette that they bring out to autocross. You can see some of the nice. kind of newer cars uh, out there.
0: Yeah, yeah. Love yeah. that. I mean, it's voted number one car show two out of the last three years on by US mm-hmm. Today, so it's back to the 50s? I'm in a good spot. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's why that's why Kendig's been there like the last four years probably. Uh several builders. Troy Troy uh, Japan here I think has been here. Uh Martin Brothers. So all these guys come up here to check out the show. So Damn. It's pretty.
1: It's, it's a good one. We need to go there.
0: Yeah, it's uh July uh, June, nineteenth through the twenty-first. I think this year. So, Whoop. I will be there. <laughs> <laughs> you guys will be we'll busy.
1: Power <laughs> tour, yeah. Power oh, tour, yeah. Is the same. We talked about okay. the Cotton's van and whatnot. And uh, David, I know you've got uh, I don't know, the the dirt Diggler Corvette, or uh, what, what kind of projects <laughs> you've got in your in uh, your garage. <laughs> In your shop. <laughs> the the Dirk Diggler Corvette is not mine. It's a friend of mine's, but uh that thing had been sitting for thirty years and uh recently got it fired up and it runs like a brand new car, which is crazy. Um so it's ah. uh, I gotta I gotta bleed the brakes and that thing's out of my shop. It's been in my shop for two years. But uh yeah. Oh yeah, get it out of there. So that's it, it's well, just, just in to get running. Yeah, is it seventy four? 75. 74? 75. Oh. 75. Oh. Okay. All right. Yep. They call it flame red, but it's orange as hell. So yeah, <laughs> weird. It's almost right. done, though, isn't it? Huh? You got it almost done though. Yeah, it's, one of the calipers is leaking. I got to bleed the brakes, and it's it's out of my hair. So yeah. So, so by you the, get, end, uh, so the end, of this week, we'll see. You got uh, a shop too video then? With, with the yeah. game over. I'm hoping so. I'm hoping we can fire it up. Alright, and there'll be a video you'll post online? Oh absolutely. Absolutely. Oh everybody's, yeah. Everybody's giving us sharing it. Been building it for what, four years and they're like, At they're least. Finished. So it's like, yes, it's it's there. It's it's here. It's gonna be ready. So Alright, and speaking of online, Instagram, you're David Newburn. Yep. Instagram, your Midwest Images, not Mike Cotton, Midwest Images. hmm Yeah. You should change that to your name. Because people have a hard time finding you. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's prize. And it's cotton with an E N, not an O N. Yes, yeah. I am it. I'm a ticket. Yes. <laughs> okay. Where where are you out of, Dave? Uh, Atlanta, Georgia.
0: Atlanta? Okay. You got a shop obviously down there, or uh, it's it like a,
1: just, per, just a personal shop. You know, I don't work okay. on custom okay. cars, so okay. I'd hate to do that. No, it's a personal shop that stores Finnegan stuff forever and he works on Finnegan stuff. Oh there you Basically. go. There you go. Yeah. It's okay. more stores than anything.
0: Yeah. Well, I'll remember who to contact if I need to store something.
1: Yeah, I got I got five acres too, so if you if it can sit outside I've got room for days. <laughs> Mental note. <laughs> there you go.
0: Yeah, yeah, there, there you go. All right. Well, are you guys gonna be at SEMA? We, we go every year. I'm trying to go every year now. Uh, been there three years in a row now. You guys? I don't know what I don't you know either?
1: what I'm doing next week. So I. Our his yeah. van yeah. to SEMA.
0: Yeah, our eleven.
1: Yeah, the eleventh second camper van. Yeah. Look, here's the thing. It all depends. Like if if they walk up like they did to us last year, and throw all the schedule at us at that time. Well, then we got a ton of stuff that we got to do before then, you know? Because, like, we went – we did SEMA this year. We went and raced the week before, the weekend before, with Blasphemy because Blasphemy was going to go, and we ended up racing uh, – what's his name? Jared Scott. Jared Scott. And uh, we had a fun time doing that, and then we went to the show. But we got flown in to do all that kind of stuff. So it, it it's yeah. hard to say. If we're filming – who knows what we're gonna do? Right. But right now, we we just gotta enjoy Hershey bars and. I mean, I'd love I'd to. Uh, I'd I'd love to go. I'd love to go to SEMA PRI. Yeah. Uh, those, all those events are awesome. So it just depends on right. schedule. Yeah. And you guys don't know yeah. you you don't know if you're picked up for season two. You don't know your schedule for next week. So exactly. well, yeah. i would love to see you guys at the the C10 Nationals. Uh, but once you know your schedule, we'll get that all figured out. And uh, hopefully we'll see you out there. Right. It's and day I, by day. day. It is literally day by day. We don't know. Um, it's gotten really great reviews, and that that comes from the people that have supported us, which we are thankful for all the time. Um, so it's just up to the higher-ups now, you know, it, it, what they want to do. And, right. um, yeah, that's the way we feel about it. Thank well, I've right seen there. nothing but right, positive. Well. I haven't seen any of the hater messages, uh, but I've seen nothing but positive uh Remarks from you guys. So, uh, congratulations yeah, I guess, on the on the yeah. success. There's not many. Yeah, haters. Yeah. Say. Haters. yeah. Congratulations they, on
0: the show. So that's good. But there is haters. They usually bring more people to the show because they're gonna see why they, they hate you, and then they're gonna come yep. and check it out.
1: You know, and they'll right. say,
0: "What the hell is this guy's problem?" Because I think this is cool. You know, and that happens yep. a lot. I think so. Uh, it's, just it's, just it's Mike so Brewer. If you guys know Mike Brewer from Wheeler Dealers. He gets so much hate, and I think he's had the best ratings. It's like his ratings keep going up, and all these people are like, why isn't Ed China on the show? And more people tune in then. So he's got more people watching the show than ever. So he can't, you it know, was, it's not a bad thing
1: the was, I tell you what, shooting with my two best friends makes life easy. Like, because we didn't have to worry about, Script. We don't have to worry about any action. No. we're wrong, we're malice. But right? it definitely makes it. filming the show easier. I mean, there's no because we're just we're just being normal. Like we don't have to pretend to right. like the guy we're working next to. We don't, you know. And then like after those sh- cameras yeah. are off, we're still doing the exact same thing. We don't change. Like when we leave, we're still going to get ice cream. We're still cutting up. We're still acting retarded. Right. You know, we're still doing all these things that you know we do on camera. So it's it's, it's a amazing. perfect example. Like, we get done doing stuff, and I think when Mike's around us, we're we're all like little kids. Like, literally, seriously, we're like 16-year-olds all over again. And I'm old, <laughs> so I'm telling you. So, with, like, after that, a perfect, okay. You remember the vet card episode? And yeah. at the end of the vet card episode, us three are standing, and they're doing and Forsberg does a donut around us. You don't see the 20 minutes prior to that for set up. That we are literally, we have so much clay in our shoes that we're stomping on each other's feet, messing up each other's shoes, taking dirt and all this stuff. Like little kids, we were just sitting out there just throwing mud and kicking each other. Just We were having a blast. Like Dave had brand new shoes, and Mike goes, Those are new shoes? He goes, Yeah. Steps right on them, digs mud all across the whole thing, right? And oh, we're man. kicking the mud. Or they don't see, like at the end of the um, mud, like, the Jeep thing, I'm sitting in there, right? And I'm not getting out because it's muddy. And all of a sudden I look over, and as soon as I look over, Mike, there was a mud clot at me, this big old, and I block it. So now I get out, and I'm chasing him. He literally runs down the whole path. He's running as far as he can because he doesn't know I'm about ready to mess him up. Yeah. Like, I ain't got mud. We're getting ready to fight. Like, we're like, let's just dogpile on each other. Let's just be stupid. Like, they don't see the kind of stuff that we just do all the time. Like it's. I've never seen Finnegan run that fast in my life while jumping over <laughs> mud puddles, not slipping and falling. I don't know how he done it, but he was – Dude, he was screaming he was, because Mike was chasing him with a damn mud ball. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was funny, but we have, you, guys, you know, you
0: guys would probably yeah. catch me.
1: <laughs> well, it was this. We started walking, so that's why I could save my breath, but it was, um, <laughs> it was an experience that I hope we can continue. Um, I'm happy, yeah. like I say, you know, we take all the time. Thanks for the fans, but I'm happy that everybody tuned in and, and watched our experience because that's as genuine as we're going to get. If you've ever watched in the Garage. It's the same thing, you know. We we go through and it's just got more editing on the other one. I mean, Dave made a point the other day. I was like, man, I wish they could edit these things faster, right? Like that's what we don't get. They got so much footage, and Dave's like, do you realize how much footage they have of us? Like they got to really come through and get it synced right. And I'm like, he's absolutely right. Like it ain't something that we could just edit in ten seconds. It's there's so much stuff that we go down that we have so much fun doing it. Yeah, three cameras now. Yeah. Yeah. Three cameras and about seven or eight GoPros go at it, um, and mm-hmm. we're all mic'd up for hours. Like, we literally, like, keep your mic on all the time. And we're like, oh, okay. huh. definitely. Yeah. interesting. Good for you guys. I'm happy for well, you. Looking forward yeah. to season Thank two. You.
0: Yeah, I, hope, are I too. hope to look for that, too. All right. I think we can wrap it up. Uh, thanks for joining. Uh, it's been wow, fun for having listening us. to all the yeah. stories. Yeah, and uh, me Ooh. and Jeff are going to have fun with this.
1: <laughs> Blue so, you know i met. how many years ago did i meet you jeff how many years let's think about that when was your show on what was your show on um was it six or eight years ago somewhere it was before that before the show even yeah. aired that's we were in schema with uh oh, my yeah. billy d who got me on the show uh yeah. billy d had business cards and i had just gotten new business cards and mm-hmm. i put my picture on them and Billy's passing out his business cards, and we come across it. Lou Santiago's there. Cotton's uh, there. Who else? You and Lou. Who we're else? else? Mike Little. So everybody's passing around cars. I get out my business card, and I pass it, and Lou looks at it, looks at it, looks at me. Looks at it, looks at me. You're a blue steel. It's like, yeah. oh, it's <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> blue steel the whole time. Like we kept screaming every time he walked out of the a blue steel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> So well time. I have to
0: remember that In, yeah yeah thanks God I appreciate that that's
1: right yeah hashtag, yeah. hashtag Blue Steel hashtag 12 volt David that's right yeah hashtag uh, it all tastes like chicken well yeah it all
0: tastes yeah, like chicken yeah I don't even know what that's all about but
1: okay. <laughs> I know Neither you've been posting <laughs> even you yeah <laughs> probably like since I was like 17 I've been saying it all tastes like chicken so on the show what's funny is Dave and I would get in these little, like, goofiness that he'd be like, it all tastes like chicken. And I would say, hell, yeah, because that's what he does is, hell, yeah. So he'd say, it all tastes like chicken. But they haven't put it all in there. Like, we just start doing it, you know. But it's 12-volt name. I mean, you know, it was funny that it came up. Like, we joke about it. We call him 12-volt, like me and Mike do. And then as soon as it got on TV, <laughs> everybody yeah. called him 12-volt. You know, We it's got on a Tucson, ch- and the announcer is like, Mike Cotton and 12-volt name. I'm like. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> love it own it love it embrace yeah. it use it yeah oh you know, it kept at that point after that you, when you sit there that's what was hitting us because we're like you hear cotton and 12 volts are here and i'm like is he talking about us like why does he keep talking about us shut up don't keep bringing us up we just want to walk around but that's when you realize where you're at now you know it, it, was, it was neat it's neat. Nice. now you and from you that forward, image forward, image. i signed i signed 12 volt date on everything so, yeah, uh-huh. Midwest Images hashtag it all tastes like chicken t shirts, and you get your uh, David Newburn hashtag Global David on your t shirts. Yeah, it's coming. I have one in the works. All know. right, good.
0: We all, good, good. We well, my my buddy's trying to get everyone to call me Car Show Mike, you know, because I advertise car shows around the United States. So he's like, You should go by Car Show Mike. I'm like, Yeah, hey, like, whatever.
1: Cause, like Stuntman Mike and Death Proof. Car Show Mike, I love it. Yeah. be yeah. so a tattoo. Maybe
0: I'll take that one. Yeah. <laughs> <Does> that would <laughs> go over <laughs> well. <laughs> yeah. Get a tattoo on your arms.
1: That would be great. John in his arms yeah. across your chest.
0: That would be
1: good.
0: No. No, no one would on. ever see that. No I'm one would ever see that. Mayhem
1: across my stomach. Mayhem? <laughs> you do not have mayhem across his stomach. Well, I'm thinking about getting it. Can no, no <laughs> you, need <laughs> it. you need to do it. You need do it. You need to I'm trying. I, I wanted to make... Uh, Newburn feel feel more at home. Oh, thank yeah. you. I actually stayed so before I got on here. You did. I'm yeah, gonna I go shoot right now. I got to get you're this right all here. cut up too. Uh, no, I'm jealous of that. Keep that. <laughs> oh, it's horrible. No, don't keep that. It's horrible. Oh God. Oh man. I got jealous. some hair going on <laughs> there. <Yeah. laughs> it's horrible. That's it. All right.
0: Well, I'm gonna shut off the recording. And um, thank
1: you cool. guys for joining. Oh, Let's thank you. Thank